The following show contains spoilers for episode 11 of Survivor 43. Hello again. Hello, Hello again. again. RNG show, here we are. It's uh, Survivor. It, it, it certainly was another episode of Survivor. Oh, and it was an episode. Yeah, it was an episode. Yeah, yeah. For, for, for some people, it certainly was an episode. Yeah, yeah for really, some it, it of was us. really an <laughs> ep- episode. So, like, I mean, I guess we get to the beach and pe- people be like, yo, what, what, why you vote for me? No, I didn't vote for you. They, they vote for you. Yeah, yeah. I always think these ones are silly where well, I guess I kind of get what Sammy's trying to do where he's like trying to, you know, just hide in the numbers i just think it's really silly when carla is like getting offended by the vote she's like well you know it's like why did you vote for me it's like it's a, it's a game or <laughs> everyone's trying to vote each other out <laughs> what do you mean uh i mean i, I do I find get this is what typically she's trying a trait to out, with but... like the hyper dominant like characters on survivor where when they do get a vote they kind of like go on the full offensive being like what's happening who's cutting for me you know yeah they're just not used to it they're not used to being in a threatened position yeah but like you said it's also just one of those things that i think regardless of like who you are i think it always is kind of like at the very least something you need to pay attention to and like you said at the very least address it to the person and be like hey at least tell me why Mm -hmm. you know was it just like a move are you just trying to like be in the numbers like you know what's up like do you do you hate me like do you not want to work with right. me you know what's yeah what's up i also with that? i think what's interesting is that it, at least from a never, never gonna really like write my name throws like noel under the bus here which i think is interesting because he could really kind of just be like oh you know noel came up with this plan and i was just going along with what she said it sounded good you know we he takes a lot of agency for it, but then he also shifts it, um, you know, as we see into like throwing blame towards Cassidy instead, which, you know, isn't at least an attempt to <laughs> to do something. Yeah, it's such a weird play. I, ha- I had such a hard time figuring out if this was a good play or not, but like clearly the way it worked out was good for him, at least at the beginning. Because it seemed like it did sow some distrust, and he got in before Cassidy could, you know, say the opposite, essentially. But it was just, like, so, I don't know, frustrating to watch Sammy just, like, kind of throw out this thing in, like, a a desperate attempt to, Uh you know, plant a seed. And then Cassidy uh, go out with Carla and basically say, call out exactly what he's doing, but because she called it out after he had already established it then it seemed like she was trying to play carla right as opposed to the opposite which is true and so i was just like it like what sammy wants to happen here is happening but i really hope it doesn't work out because car uh, cassidy's like totally on the ball like she she has a you know a finger on the pole. She knows what's up. Yeah, I think and what's was like, happening hey, here don't more than Sammy like manipulating Carla is more just kind of bringing. Uh, and I, this is what she says over and over. It's like Carla is putting more focus on the the fact that Cassidy knows about her idol than you know she probably had been before, but that doesn't necessarily need to be you know, like a make or break paranoid thing. You know, that's something that like Carla should be leveraging at least, you know, an attempt to bring them closer rather than let it drive them apart. Because you look at, you know, um, Cody and Jesse who know about, I guess they know there's one idol between them. Right. But they can like use that as a tool to, you know, strategize or bring them together. And instead Carla's letting it drift her apart from, her number one ally who you know very clearly is at least expressing still wants to work together uh but it is interesting what sort of like impact sammy will have like on the next episode or two and whether um like carla versus cassidy continues to be a narrative or if that was really just more of like a self-contained thing for this episode i think there's also 
an interesting path that this could take where because it didn't end up going anywhere with like Carla didn't even throw a vote towards Cassidy in the end Mm -hmm. that which I was really surprised by yeah uh but I think it could lead to an interesting situation where even if it wasn't necessarily her intention at the beginning Carla could use that sort of seed that she planted in everyone else that maybe she and Cassidy aren't as close as they thought to then sneak the two of them under the radar right because like if you look at uh Jane or uh Jesse and Cody where they're much more obviously a duo Mm -hmm. then everyone kind of knows that if you can get in under one of them and get one of them out then that we can see other whereas so it's a very high value vote right whereas with carl and cassidy you know they were all like oh maybe they're not as close as we thought and maybe you know saley was her actual new number one or whatever uh-huh. um yeah which i think episode, is you know the really good read here is to recognize like there is some sort of fracture going on between these two uh and now separated they're like incredibly less threatening you know especially to cody and jesse who have like kind of uh, seemingly very effectively like conscripted owen and they've been working on gabler for a few episodes now um kind of into their ranks so now going into like a next episode situation where sammy's gone um jesse and cody kind of hold all the cards especially like if th- if they can still get carla to vote cassidy out right well yeah but my thinking is like clearly at the end of this episode at the very least right now carla doesn't really want to work against cassidy and they're all in on the vote so if they play off of this like What's the word? Like, if they play off of the fact that everyone thinks they're not as close, but mm-hmm. they are still as close, right? And they still work together and vote together. People just don't think that. Then that's pretty significant in terms of like that's true. Being able to I maneuver more. If you are Jesse here, do you like go to Cassidy and say like, "Hey, like, I just wanted to let you know that Carlo was kind of gunning for you last time." Mm-hmm. Like, is that what you do, or is that too much? Because I feel like, and we both kind of agree on this. Like, we, like Jesse is kind of overexposing himself at this point, hardcore, and like pushing yeah. a little too far, especially like with Owen, where he's like, okay, you know, if we do this, we vote Sammy out. So you know, Carla and Noel, or uh, Carla and Cassidy are already split up already. You know, let Carla vote. You know, all this stuff he's like putting out. You know, it's just like you know, firing off on everyone's radar. Um, so I think if he tries to be too cute like that with uh, with Cassidy, it's probably too much, but it's still, like, an option he has to, like, continue to divide and make, the like, everyone else distrust each other. It really does feel like he's starting to lose a lot of power within the game as well. Like, he's mm-hmm. kind of taken backseat to like the whims of cody it feels like a lot like we see a lot of scenes of him questioning cody at times but he never really acts on that indecisiveness yeah well it's very interesting how this is playing out where really it feels like you know jesse is coming up with like these initial ideas and doing a lot of the like footwork of going to people getting them on his side explaining the plan making it seem like it makes sense but ultimately, you know, and this has always been true, uh, I believe, that Cody is, like, having the final say of who's actually, like, <laughs> going home. And yeah. I think this yeah, is where it becomes to really... to an extent, but also Cody wanted Cassidy out this episode. Oh, is that true? Yeah, because remember they were at the well and... Oh, right, he was saying Cass, huh? He did want Cass, so at least in this case... I, I do agree with you in general that it feels like Cody, again, is like the heart of it. If he wants something, then he's probably going to get it. But I think he's not, you know, so unreasonable that a vote like this or like, you know, with Sammy, if Jesse can present it um, in 
a logical enough way that he won't go against it just out of like pettiness. Yeah, I guess that's interesting. I don't know. But I do think I do think so so going back to like the Cassidy play where where Jesse can kind of throw Carla under, under the bus. I think it's something that that Jesse would would absolutely do, but I don't think it helps his game enough for it to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, what you actually gain here isn't that significant because Carla can just, you know, explain the whole thing to Cassie and say, yeah, Sammy said this, you know, it, I doubted you for a bit. I'm sorry. I, you know, obviously I don't actually want you out. Um, it was just like an idea I threw out and I, you know, I didn't even vote for you because obviously I didn't, you know, actually want you out or whatever. And I think that would be enough. Um, and again, maybe using the like idol to be like, Hey, you know, I trusted you with this. I'm still trusting you, you know, we're fine or whatever. Um, and then, so if they can work it out, then all Jesse really did was once again put himself out there even more and making it even more obvious that he's constantly playing, you know, at every step of the way and in every possible situation where he thinks he can, can get an advantage. Mm-hmm. I think he's already, you know, very, very, very exposed in that regard. So, again, it's something he would do, but I think the more he does it, the closer and closer we get to it just bursting and blowing up in his face. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're kind of at an interesting point where, especially now that Sammy's gone, I feel like there's not necessarily any, like, immediately obvious person who goes next. Because obviously, like, we know it's in the interest of Cody and Jesse to, like, you know, ideally, I guess, get rid of Carla. But they're kind of doing the the weird thing where they keep saying that Cassidy is a threat without actually, like, really showing us anything Cassidy has done. So we're in that kind of, like, weird, uh, you know, difference, uh, I guess, <laughs> between our experience and their their experience on on the island i feel like but it's not so much people are saying that she's like a huge threat it's more like everybody's saying they can't trust her and they don't want to have a number around that they can't trust yeah and then you know obviously we're we're also seeing you know jesse maybe rise up a bit too high um and we have this kind of like subplot of gabler like catching on but I don't know if he'll actually be able to really swing and do anything about it. Like the nu- the numbers are no other questions. The, the numbers are still there in a way if you get Owen, Gabler, Carla, and Cassidy together. But yeah. I think at this point, it, like it just really seems like Owen is just probably going to stick with the guys, and Gabler is really going to have to have a vision of like how to specifically advance to be able to pull a move off. And in a way that, you know, by proposing this, like, mutiny that Carla or Cassidy don't just immediately go to Cody and Jesse and get Gabler voted out. Because really what's been interesting is even though it's been kind of this war, I guess, for us maybe between, um, you know, Jesse, Cody, and Carla, really, like, they keep voting together <laughs> right so it's like not necessarily that they are threats who are opposed and fighting to each other they just both recognize that they are threats in the game and they're working together to further like and stay in the lead but they like kind of know if they want to really win they should better their chances by getting rid of the other one so what you're saying is they're like modern pokemon rivals <laughs> I, I I honestly I was gonna say they're kind of like rivals um because they are against each other in terms of the long game but, but they're, they're working active. together to build each other up right oh, right man, what an epic journey right I mean I think that's fairly accurate because yeah, 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 like no. it's it's true <laughs> yeah I I I'm hamming it up but I'm agreeing <laughs> yeah no for sure um because like 
yeah like they they've kind of mentioned here and there you know carlos mentioned that uh you know she's wanted jesse out or that he or at the very least that he's like a threat and then of course jesse and cody have mentioned that carla's a threat but neither of them have really made any plays against the other and so i i don't know if that's gonna continue or not because yeah like 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 you said with the numbers it's basically two two and two again carla and cassidy have the potential to sort of break apart but uh i would be surprised if that happens and so yeah like you said owen and gabler could make a move against jesse and get carla and cassidy in on that and then they're they have the numbers obviously there's idols and stuff to um consider but like that's enough but yeah and really i don't know the and and it's not really what they're telling us like on the show necessarily but uh you know i feel like a lot of this is kind of through the perspective of jesse we (laughs) we get a lot especially since he's kind of like leading these votes but in a way you know it would make sense for him to continue just getting rid of the people at the bottom because then people aren't necessarily thinking you know like we have in these past couple seasons like okay who's the biggest threat let's get rid of them right now it's like a little more dynamic than that so if jesse keeps just knocking out people uh then there's less focus on like okay well jesse's the biggest threat so let's get jesse out now it's like who can i work together with the the easiest like what's like what combination of people am i the most confident are all going to vote the way like they say they're voting because if jesse votes out um like owen and gabler next for example you know that's still a good shot for him to get to the end and still get jury votes he doesn't necessarily need to get rid of like carla to win yeah i what i was gonna say is that even looking at like a finale uh final four vote Right, if Jesse is surrounded by threats and, you know, Cody wins the immunity challenge, he probably takes Jesse. Whereas if if it's Cody and Jesse and then Owen and Gabler instead, then Jesse's more less likely to be taken by Cody just because Cody's always going to have to consider if he wants an easier final tribal or not. Mm-hmm. But if he's again only surrounded by other big threats then cody's probably just gonna stay loyal and take jesse because it doesn't affect his chances all of that much yeah Um, and it can play into his narrative of saying i wanted to keep this duo to the end of the game and i you know i had my chance and i i kept it you know i kept the two of us together like i said i would yeah all the way to the end um so that's you know if jesse's thinking that far ahead then yeah it also totally makes sense to keep getting rid of the people on the bottom because it makes his end game much much easier so i guess so yeah i guess we'll see how it ends up playing out but really i think at this point just looking one episode ahead it's kind of hard to tell it 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 is really hard you know it feels like we could go into the finale everyone has (laughs) enough of a story i think we have kind of an interesting point with owen in this episode where he's kind of like giving us an extended take of like yeah i'm like not winning the game no matter what i'm kind of down on my luck and everyone knows it and i have no footing left in the game right and you know that could just be like okay owen goes to the the final three and loses and that's it but i almost feel like they wouldn't do that unless it's like very clearly like he would never have a shot anyways because like i think if you know, at least from what we're seeing on TV, right? If it's like Owen and Cassidy or Owen and Gabler together, I think there's a little bit more of a question mark of like, does Owen, you know, get second place at least? But like, if he's just totally outclassed, then maybe they just don't want to entertain the thought that he could get votes at all, right? If it ends up being between like Jesse and Carla or Cody and Carla or something. But it's... I don't know. It's kind of weird. So I don't know if like we see Owen just get voted out next episode or if he makes it all the way to the final three, but it's kind of like an interesting 
<laughs> defeated story. But I still am really enjoying Owen as a character. Uh, yeah. He's lots of fun. Yeah, I was going to say two things about Owen this episode. At the very beginning, when, you know, he realizes that he's he was on the wrong side of the vote again and he just like tosses his bag and sits in the sand it's just like <laughs> damn <laughs> but and this whole thing about how you know he's charlie brown getting the ball pulled away every time uh-huh. i i i felt that in my soul because i i saw into the future right and you know i always think about like what are the potential games for me like what if if i was on survivor how would the game play out mm-hmm um the obvious ones are like getting voted out very early or literally winning and those are like the two options and nothing in between but then there you know owen presented this third option that i think could totally happen where i am just constantly in the wrong just throughout the entire game just over and over and over again but i can't get voted out i can't escape the game but I just keep failing at every <laughs> step, right? Yeah. And so, like, seeing him go through this and sort of, like, have have the awareness to be like, yeah, this is, you know, he even says it's almost comedic how wrong everything has been going. I was like, yeah, I feel that. That's, that's like, something that could absolutely, I could see happening to me. Um, so that was really funny. And again, I, I just like Owen as a character in spite of his maybe game not being the cleanest yeah uh but the other thing i guess is is kind of tied together but the two other things is gabler seems to be like for the first time very like tight with owen just being like you know hey i'm you know working with you whatever it even says like that's part of his game plan to keep owen like as a number um but then the other thing that's interesting is that when Jesse is explaining the plan to Owen. I think he was explaining the Cassidy vote. Owen in confessional very specifically says that like, you know, he's been backstabbed by Jesse. He doesn't really trust him. Doesn't necessarily want to like work closely with him, but he has the numbers and the power. So I kind of have to work with that. And so it's another one of those moments where no one's really, targeting jesse yet but gabler's commented on it carla's commented on it owen's now commenting on it where it's like this really slow build-up that everyone's starting to you know have a very clear uh understanding that jesse is playing the game and that maybe he shouldn't be trusted and so even though every episode retrospectively looks like you know, the best time to have gotten rid of Jesse, it still feels to me like we are building up to this, you know, revolution of sorts against Jesse. Because otherwise it'd be kind of weird for them to constantly remind us that people aren't exactly trusting Jesse fully. Like every episode. Right. You know? And, you know, the other thing we, we know, right, is that Jesse still has both these idols. You know, we haven't mm-hmm. gotten the explicit confirmation that he's given it back. So, Jesse, at this point, really could just, like, <laughs> ride up to the the final four. Yeah, could just waltz into Especially the Especially if he, like, plays Cody's idol next. He's I like, hope so. Hey, you know, I felt like I was in danger. You know, I played your idol. You know, I'm sorry, but, like, I just had to do it. And now nobody thinks that Jesse has another idol, right? Even Cody. Um, But he can just play another one. So, you know, he does have the potential to be safe twice in a row. So whether he wants to do that or he wants to try and wait out another episode so he and Cody can both drop idols at the final five, I'm not sure. But we also haven't really seen any sort of distrust between Cody and Jesse at all. Especially like yeah. from Cody's side. He's like, you know, we're together at the beginning, we'll be together at the end, right? Is kind of like what he's hoping for. We don't know if Jesse is interested in like picking Cody off before it gets too far along, or if he thinks that sticking with Cody is just going to be the best thing for him. But 
if people start teaming up on Jesse for next episode and, you know, he tries to hold on to the idol so they can both have one, then that could be his downfall. And he goes out with two idols. I don't think that would happen to Jesse, but it's possible. I just think it's very unlikely that he plays two idols in a row, really. Or maybe that's what, like, maybe that's what happens is everyone's like, Jesse's a big threat. Jesse's a big threat. We have to get Jesse out or he's going to win the game. You know, he's a big threat. And now he's just, like, safe for the rest of the game. Maybe that's how it goes. I really hope not. That would be so lame. That would be so lame. I think there's also, also a world where we see this, you know, Jesse's story is him just, you know, constantly making these plays, playing a little too hard over and over, playing a little bit harder every episode, and then tries to make an even bigger play by flipping on Cody, and then that turns back on him, mm-hmm. right? Because like you said, I, I, I totally agree that I don't think Cody would ever, but I think if Jesse gets, you know, a big enough head about the way he's running the game and tries to do something even bigger than anything he's, you know, done so far, that that could really backfire. Yeah. Because if Cody finds out, then he's just going to be like, all right, well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to work with him anymore. And then goes and, you know, makes a play with everyone else. And then, you know, every, if everyone's kind of in on it, then they can just be like, yeah, okay, Jesse, we'll vote for you or vote with you. We'll vote out (laughs) Cody. We'll vote for you. They say, they say that specifically. (laughs) Yeah. Ready and slip. Um, And then he doesn't play his idol because again, ego, Uh he's, thinks he's running the game and then turns into like Cody's move. Um, I guess something else from this episode is this advantage hunt. <laughs> oh, dude, this was oh insane. My I could not believe that this was a real thing that happened in real life. Like <laughs> it was, uh, I was oh, so And that stressed. one where it's like perfectly at eye level with like Sammy. Right. It's just like, I, I dude, it, Again, it's just comedic. Like every every time somebody walked past it, I kept you know getting stressed or getting hyped, thinking like, "Oh, it's you know finally like Carl's gonna get it. Owen's gonna get it. No, not Cassidy, not Cassidy. No, not Jesse. Gabler, really? No, Cody, Cody, please." And he like leans against a tree. I'm like, Cody, please. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was no, losing my mind. I was watching mind. this episode with a friend, and they asked me, "So uh, are?" Are they usually, uh, you know, this obviously hidden? And I'm like, no, this is the most obvious one there has ever been, and they cannot find it. Yeah, it's just so silly, and even like even the way Cody finds it is so funny. Because again, yeah, leaning like a against a tree, seconds, and then he like he's he's there at for a it, while. And he yeah, doesn't quite he's just having a it. conversation with Gabler, and then he's like, yeah, man, all right, well, I'm gonna go look for it. <laughs> uh and then like sort of like goes and leans back and then you know puts a hand on it to make sure you know he's got it it's just like it's so funny just the mid-sentence realization and it's like right in front of his face too it's not just him like noticing it out of the corner of his eye it's just the most obvious it's right there <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like it's it's so ridiculous but obviously points for me let's go i was just thinking about the camera guy and whether it was like amusing to them (laughs) or if they were just so bored or poker faced or professional that you know they just didn't show anything because if i was there i feel like you would have to be like at least grinning a little bit at like all the people who just walk past i feel like there's a bit of an art i feel like there's a bit of an art to it like making sure that you have these cheeky shots of it just over people's shoulders um, without giving it away too much. Yeah, to that's the, the other yes. thing I was thinking. It's like, you know, of course you hear, like, when people are on there, they just, like, totally get used to the crew. That's what I was going to say. Out. But it's funny to think about, like, if you're there and there's just one person with a camera, like, <laughs> always standing in the same exact spot. In the same spot, <laughs> looking at the same tree, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, that's, that's what I... Uh, was thinking is that like you just they, they just like aren't there in your head at, at a certain point especially by like day 20 whatever mm-hmm. that we're on it's just like you you do not think about them would be my guess 
and uh you know of of course we were kind of saying last episode how uh like cody was our favorite to win the challenge and then he gets the advantage that gives him even more chance of winning and even says like oh well i'm probably gonna win but if i don't (laughs) (laughs) i get to do someone Mm -hmm. and he picks i was very surprised by the owen pick yeah he picks owen which i probably if i I had to pick like somebody who would have lasted through the challenge i probably would have gone with either carla or gabler i actually thought carla was gonna go out pretty early i thought carla would go out early as well i i was definitely gonna have my bets on sammy for sure but if I had to pick another one, I probably would have said, like, Gabler or maybe Cassidy. But Cassidy would have been a sort of, like, dark horse pick for me. I feel like both Cassie and Gabler have, like, the similar, like, too stubborn to give up, like... Yeah, yeah. ...mode of operation about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, so, of course, we get to the challenge, and C- Cody doesn't win, right. <laughs> because, of course not. Um, And then we get down to... Carla, Cassie, and Owen, which again, three kind of big surprises. So for me, I mean, at least we haven't really talked about the challenge. It's you know the rising tide one all over yeah, again. Yeah, last last gasp. Yeah, which uh, is basically torture. I hate it so much. Yeah, you just waterboard yourself. <laughs> yeah, this one was yeah, rough with uh, how long the water. Yeah, the stayed. swells. Like, I mean, we've seen this challenge a few times in the past, and it's usually been pretty calm. Yeah, like, the, you know, there's gradually there's waves. Yeah, it's water. not. It's not in open ocean. Yeah. It's like in a small little like area. So like, uh, you know, an yeah. un- unexpected, you know, little wave might pass over to you know be aware of. But yeah, here the ocean just rises and stays up for like ten plus seconds at a time. Yeah, because, like, this one seems so much worse than any of the previous ones. Because the previous ones, the idea is that it slowly rises and you, like, it slowly builds up the panic and then gets to the point where, like, you can barely, you know, breathe. You do the mouth straw Mm -hmm. and, like, that's all you got and you just have to outlast it. But this one is, like, the water's not necessarily that high, but then it gets really high randomly and you just have to, like deal with it how long will it last is this going to stop is this going to stop is this going to stop yeah yeah it's crazy yeah but and yeah yeah then despite this probably being the most like scary iteration of this challenge (laughs) yeah yeah they get to the end of the tide yeah they beat it yeah they (laughs) complete they literally just beat the challenge which is wild but uh, the, the moment was really funny with, with Carla and Owen. It, Carla being the first, like, Jeff is, you know, going on a spiel. And, like, even while the tide's still kind of going in between one of the ways, Carla goes, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> and then, like, a, a, a tide immediately goes over her. And I was like, that's so funny. That's so, like, badass. Just mid-challenge, you can, like, barely breathe. And you use some of that breath to just, like, sass Jeff a little. It's so good. And then of course they, you know, continue the sassing with the once the tide dies down and you know, oh it's like just Peachy Jeff classic. Um but yeah, and then that moment's when Jeff's like, Hey, you you beat it, we're not gonna wait another, <laughs> another you know hour. <laughs> 12 hours. You know, they they get to like two hours too. That that's a crazy amount of yeah, time for I, the I think they were there for all. three hours yeah, total. Because I mean three hours is how long a tide thing. shift is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then at that point, yeah, they were just kind of hanging on to grates. <laughs> yeah, they were just yeah. chilling and Jeff's like, Alright, well we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna wait this long. We have a show to run. Uh, which I think is totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. I was um, somewhat surprised at the decision to give both players immunity, especially when there was a potential third immunity in the mix this episode and not like do some sort of tiebreaker. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting and in a way kind of like, I guess it's not calling the bluff more than just feeding into it. But, you know, definitely in these endurance type challenges at Modern Survivor, they don't want them to last a long time. So we get like the little adjustments of like the perches are smaller or designed differently or whatever, so they can't necessarily. It's open stay water, open so forever. there's huge swells, right? <laughs> but you know, this time they kind of went past it, and they're like, "Well, I guess that's that." Because if we think back to, um, I guess it was Palau, right, where they had the the final immunity challenge, where they're just like hanging on to buoys or whatever. They're there for like 
12 hours or something, right? Or, you know, yeah. The original, the original final immunity yeah. challenge of where it's literally just hold this stick. Yeah, you stay there, and whoever wants it the most wins. But in this situation, they didn't really want to <laughs> play out the whole thing, so they're like, "All right, well, let's get out of here." But there also wasn't a really good way to like up the stakes because he could have said, "Like, all right, you have to like, you know, you can't have your head above the grate. You have to like." stay underwater or whatever but at that point it's just like arbitrary and yeah. like not particularly interesting yeah, no so hands. I think, yeah it's just like whatever there, there's not a good way to but yeah it, it, it so it does create a situation where now three of seven people are immune yeah and hey it's better than do or die <laughs> that's true for sure everything's better than do or die but you know it does kind of constrain down our our pool of eligible people to uh, not Fred. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's the I, other big story. It's right? so it was so <laughs> sick. Both of the Fred's players that... get immunity, oh. and Cody <laughs> finds the advantage and gets the right guess. Just all so going good. I I I haven't been this relaxed during an episode <laughs> the entire season. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah, worked out well for you. Uh, big points yeah it's kind of interesting because after the challenge it's kind of straightforward because what i was thinking is like oh you know now cody has this like Schrodinger's immunity where you know maybe he got it maybe he didn't how can he like leverage that uh can he make a move but really it seems like it just doesn't even matter i think honestly the move to make is just say yeah i picked whoever won you guys got to figure it out yeah, just bluff every time. Yeah, which yeah. is kind just of like what somebody I was wins. thinking anyways, right? Is just make people always assume that you're immune. But Cody's like in such a secure spot. I don't think it really even made that much of a difference. No, not really. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess alternatively, like if you had an ally you needed to save, you could like draw a bunch of heat away. But even then, people but, are yeah, all, that, that's always a lot harder to, to pull off. Suspicious. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. is he just doing this because he's actually immune? Because mm-hmm. the other side is like, if you're not immune, then you're just drawing votes on your Well, side. yeah, I mean, I guess that really only works just like lie if you want to draw votes away from a target you want to protect if you're already on the chopping block. Because there's no real good way to draw attention to yourself. And even if, well, even if he so... like, wasn't immune, he like could still play an idol or something so usually like so it's just hard here, here's the it. here's the way that you play it out you tell your closest ally in this case jesse to make people think that you're trying to make a move on on you right and obviously that's like it would never work out because it's just too suspicious especially given the fact that you um might have immunity but you could also like play it out like oh Jesse goes to other people and says he doesn't have immunity. He told me he picked me. I didn't win. Therefore, he doesn't have immunity. We should do something. And I think that has potential. But again, the fact that you're his closest ally makes it suspicious. But like that is a way you can. Well, speaking of close allies turning on each other, Carla announces that it's time to eliminate Cassidy. Yeah, at the at the uh behest of sammy's lie you know kind of goes and says all right let's let's do this vote um and everyone seems like on board with it and it but just again, very, <laughs> yeah but again very surprised that she's fine with it and then it doesn't happen so who cares <laughs> it doesn't matter but yeah so that's the, that's the one way you could use this advantage to like try to make a bigger play is by having an ally try to get votes onto you yeah but you know doesn't really matter (laughs) doesn't it doesn't matter yeah the only thing that it matters for is is points in the fact that my team was was completely chilling just safe otherwise yeah i mean the rest of the episodes can just like cassidy 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 sammy 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 we don't really see the conversation happen for Carla not voting Cassidy, but I guess someone ends up telling her. It wasn't Sammy, you know that much. Yeah, that part was that that's the part that I wish there was like any explanation for. Just, but maybe, maybe we'll get it next episode. Yeah. In the in the follow up. Because like I get 
uh, you know, like Cassidy voting for Sammy, you know, makes sense. But as yeah, in, obviously, I'm just curious who told Carla to vote for Sammy because it seemed like she was on board, you know, for the Cassidy vote with Jesse. End of the day, it could have just been the producers lying to us, like Cassidy or uh, Carla. You know, wasn't really going to go for Cassidy. She was just saying it. Maybe. I guess this this could have been a good time. Uh, you know, Carla plays her idol on Sammy. <laughs> Votes out, Jesse. So that's the other thing I'm thinking with this vote, right? And it's, of course, it's like, yeah, in retrospection, like, yeah, of course, every vote looks like a great time to vote out Jesse when he we know that he doesn't play the idol. But, like, it's such a good vote here to vote out Jesse. Like, it's just so... It's, like, I don't know. I, I just wish... They did something. Weird. Can't blame them. Yeah. But that's the episode. Kind of a self, in a way, it's like a self-contained story. But it's m- almost more of the end of just like Sammy's been on the ropes for a while and gone. And you could say the same bye thing bye. about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. so that's the other thing. Now that Sammy is gone... Tune has zero points for the rest of the season. And uh, now it is just me and Soaring. Which is funny, too, because at the beginning of the episode, you know, after last week, you two were very close. But then you got a bunch (laughs) of immunities and uh, you brought the gap back up, too. Yeah, Uh, no, after last episode, I went into this episode fairly stressed. I was like, I need to not lose a person. I need to not, like lose the lead anymore because my entire lead was basically gone yeah after and last really episode. you two are still very close um to the point where like the boot order really really matters going forward right because finale is gonna have five people we have one episode one more boot left before the finale uh so between the two of you there will be you know somebody's going to be down a person and, you know, points rack up really fast in the finale. Uh, so the more people you have there, the better. But, you know, we could go into a situation where somebody goes in with three people and then they lose two in a row. Um, if you don't have people at that final tribal council, it's going to be really hard to make that up. So it's going to be exciting. And really between the two of you, either person could win. Both your teams, like, have some solid like legs and foundations you know we could easily yeah, see might have an edge. and gabler oh i definitely have the three. edge jesse like, could I, be I, there I, as the winner or i hope you understand all that of fred just is there <laughs> uh <laughs> we would have to see a pretty interesting turn of events i think for uh like carla cody and owen to all go i just feel like are much more safe like i feel like from fred's team we see two out of three people at the final three yeah yeah for sure i totally agree <laughs> with you 100 percent. i think you're spitting facts right now i just think it would be an like it would be a really a weird setup for like all of soaring's team to be there or like some of soaring's team i guess it could be like cody jesse and gabler but yeah. Um, Give me the full spread, baby. Final three, <laughs> let's go. It'll be really There's interesting no to see shot. Like, who wins challenges. Hey, Fre- Fred, you can idols. still trade me. The, the offer still stands. What? Cody Cassidy, it's, the offer's still on the table. <laughs> no shot. Like, I, I think I think in a world... So so there's two two worlds here. There's the Carla wins world, and then there's the uh Jesse and Cody run the rest of the game world. And I think in the world where Jesse and Cody run the rest of the game, I think Cody has a better shot of winning, honestly. Because I think Jesse is playing a harder game. I think he's arguably playing a better game. Mm-hmm. But again, I think his threat level is way too high. And I don't think anyone trusts him enough to ignore that compared to Cody who has also been playing a very good game just not as openly as Jesse and has better connections with everyone that would be on the jury yeah and so as long as 
Cody, and given the fact that Cody's also like a salesperson, he's probably going to be he's probably going to go into Final Tribal versus Jesse more prepared than Jesse will be, even if his game is harder to uh he'll be able to explain spin it really well. I think the thing with Jesse, like even though his threat level is so high, like realistically they they have one shot next episode to vote him out. And even then yeah. he could play an idol, right? But if they don't get him out next episode, then it comes down to like the fire making challenge. If he even goes to fire making, you know, if Cody wins the challenge, like he might not even go. So uh really interesting setup for Jesse, I think. And all the other people. It's like they they kinda have to get him out, but there's no guarantee. He might just be safe for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's it's very it's very like volatile. If like one thing goes wrong for on either side, then the rest of the season is sealed. Right? If they try to make a move on Jesse and it doesn't work out, then Jesse's just in you know, the final four. He's in if, the money. If Jesse makes one slip up and he's out, then like the, you know, then it's just like Carla Cody kind of thing. Um, it, It's just like, it's, it's really, really volatile, which will be fun next episode, but also very stressful because like, I don't know. I want to win. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It's going to be a fun end to the fantasy season and really, you know, it can just there can go so many ways, and that's what I am kind of enjoying about this season. Is I feel like um, there's still a bunch of options for people who could win Survivor, and there's still two options for people who could win the fantasy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I still hope that uh, that secretly only one option. That one option is me, baby. Soaring <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweep. It is crazy that Soaring thinks he's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's crazy that's a crazy thing you know i've been crazy enough to do this for how, how many seasons i've been doing this like nine <laughs> no this is only the eighth time i think we've done this you started in david versus goliath yeah so this is yeah. your seventh seventh this is my fourth winners at war 41 42 I'm not allowed to take an off season. Like oh, so many of our hosts have taken off seasons recently, and I'm not allowed to take one until I win. That that's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how it all plays out next time. We also have some. We also have some points. Oh yeah, some fan mail. No trades though. Uh, okay, points this episode. Uh, oh, Sammy plays his shot in the dark. It does doesn't yeah. work. Surprise. Yeah. Zero and six. <laughs> this was this was our six. So if you know statistically, this should have been the one, but obviously that's not yeah. how I, I think statistics actually. I think work, the but... world where Sammy is safe is really interesting here, right? Because then they have to revote, and then Cassidy goes home. And it's, if and they Sammy's have to revote, around. if they have to revote, they scramble, and they... I think they try to get Jesse. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you could just have your four people. Because yeah, you just convince Owen, uh, Gabler, now's and our, Cassidy. Because yeah, because it's seven. So you yeah, Carla and Cassidy would try to get Owen and Gabler to vote out Jesse, and then Cody and Jesse would get try to those get two every, to try to get out else. Cassidy. Yep. But didn't happen. <laughs> so. Yeah, shot in the dark is broken. Does not work. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, Never we already know that Fred got all the other immunity points uh, for Cody. I guess he got his advantage, and then we gave him two points for like activating because he got his guess correct. Uh, so all together, I get my last four points of the season. Uh, Soren gets six points, two, 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 all just episode, and Fred comes out to a total of nineteen. So even though Soren got Let's go. uh, two immunity, or I guess an immunity win and a reward them win last episode, it didn't matter because Fred didn't did even matter just as well and better this episode. So yeah, you you made up so much ground getting you made up nine points, and then you lead. just pushed me <laughs> off the I platform, just, I, and then I said no, it went up thirteen. Yeah, so it's crazy. My final points for the season are a low. 147 uh then soaring is up at 184 
And then Fred has broken 200 and is all the way at 205. Yeah. So it's like a, it's a solid 21 point lead, but like that's a finale's worth, right? Exactly. So it's like I I feel comfortable and confident especially looking forward, but also I fully recognize that mathematically it's like might as well just be equal. Yeah, it's like one bat like all it takes is you to just lose two people in the finale and that could be it. Yeah. Cuz the winner gives you a bunch of points. 25 points yeah. for having the winner. I'm still so excited to see how insane my initial draft was at the end because like it's it's it, it's just unbeatable. <laughs> like if I kept my initial draft it's actually over. Yeah, it's a pretty good setup. <laughs> uh I imagine trades are so off annoying. the table going forward. I've made an offer and we know how it's going to go every time. So Yeah, what about like Owen for Gabler? Ooh. I don't think that's a good trade. Oh, I would have taken that trade. <laughs> really? If I had, if I like, uh, maybe if you had traded me Gabler, and with that trade, I think I probably would. I think Owen has a better chance at this point of ending up in the final three. Interesting. I, I think you know, even make that they're going as a goat. Exactly. <laughs> and I think Gabler's the bigger goat. Yeah, but Gabler might get too spicy, and then they have to get rid of him. <laughs> Oh, the it's other thing, I, I, man. I now have the, the top two point earners. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let's get out of here, huh? <laughs> we got one more episode coming up next for us to go over all of our finale predictions and whatever wild stuff goes on in the episode. For now, there's only so much we can think of. So, I guess that pretty much covers it. Uh, if you want to go check out any of our other episodes over at rngshow.com, if uh, we were in your Spotify roundup, what do they call it? Wrapped. Uh, you know, send that over our way. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll give you a, a retweet or something. If anybody exists out there. We'll give you five dollars. <laughs> uh thanks to Zoe for editing the episode. Thanks to Flying for working on the spreadsheet. The spreadsheet can be found in the show notes. Um or at rngshow.com slash forty three. You can look at the funny graph that we have uh this week where like Soaring gets close to Fred and then Fred just zooms away. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Subtact for the Sora theme song, Step Up. And we'll be back in another week with more Survivor fantasy combination discussion. It's true. Fantasy fantasizing. Bye. Bars. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>